Assalamu alaikum. Welcome to the Urdu CK podcast. This is episode number 27. We're your hosts, Shireen and Sajad. Sajad, can you share with our listeners what we'll discuss today? Sure. Assalamu alaikum, everyone. Today's dialogue demonstrates how to express that you need something. We talk about various items that go into making a salad. Be sure to download the handout for this episode as we will include extra vocabulary on various fruits and vegetables, allowing you to expand on this dialogue further. All right. As always, you'll hear the dialogue two times. Then we'll move to part two, where Sajad will read the Urdu lines, and I'll provide the translation. Then in part three, we'll discuss each line in more detail. So let's hear the dialogue. Oh, I double roti chahiye sandwich banane ke liye. क्या आप बाजार जाएंगी हाँ जाना पड़ेगा अच्छा मुझे एक चीज चाहिए बाजार से क्या चाहिए एक टमाटर सलाद के लिए ठीक है ओ और तीन सेब भी चाहिए अच्छा ओ और ऑरेंज जूस सजाद और दूध प्लीज अच्छा मैं ऐसा करती हूँ कि तुम्हें पैसे दे देती हूँ डबल रोटी के लिए ये लो क्या मुझे सिर्फ एक चीज चाहिए बाजार से Double roti. Let's hear that one more time. Of ho, mujhe double roti chahiye sandwich banane ke liye. Kya aap bazaar jayengi? Haan, jana padega. Achcha, mujhe ek cheez chahiye bazaar se. Kya chahiye? Ek tomatoes salad ke liye. Thik hai. Oh, aur teen seb bhi chahiye. Achcha. Oh, aur orange juice. Sajjad. Aur dood please. Achcha. मैं ऐसा करती हूँ कि तुम्हें पैसे दे देती हूँ डबल रोटी के लिए ये लो क्या मुझे सिर्फ एक चीज चाहिए बाजार से डबल रोटी ओके सो नाउ आई रीड दी उर्दू लाइंस एंड शेन विल ट्रांसलेट ओफ हो मुझे डबल रोटी चाहिए सैंडविच बनाने के लिए आह आई नीड ब्रेड टू मेक अ सैंडविच क्या आप बाजार जाएंगी विल यू गो टू द ग्रोसरी स्टोर हाँ जाना पड़ेगा यस आई हैव टू गो अच्छा मुझे एक चीज चाहिए बाजार से ओके आई नीड वन थिंग फ्रॉम द ग्रोसरी स्टोर क्या चाहिए व्हाट डू यू नीड एक टमाटर सलाद के लिए वन टमेटो फॉर द सैलड ठीक है ओके ओ और तीन सेब भी चाहिए ओ एंड आई नीड थ्री एप्पल्स टू अच्छा Okay. Oh, or orange juice. Oh, and orange juice. Or dood, please. And milk, please. Acha, main aisa karti hoon ke tumhe paise de deti hoon double roti ke liye. Ye lo. Okay. How about this? I'll give you the money for the bread. Here you go. Yeah. What? Mujhe sirf ek cheez chahiye bazaar se double roti. I only need one thing from the store. Bread. Now for part 3. The dialogue begins with Shireen saying, "Of ho, mujhe double roti chahiye sandwich banane ke liye." So, mujhe double roti chahiye sandwich banane ke liye literally means I want bread in order to make a sandwich. The verb chahiye means to want. And it's the better verb to use because it's a more common way to express that you need something. In this case, we need bread for the sandwich. When she says, "Mujhe double roti chahiye sandwich banane ke liye," 
She means I need bread to make a sandwich. Initially, I was going to write, Mujhe double roti ki zarurat hai sandwich banane ke liye. Mujhe double roti ki zarurat hai sandwich banane ke liye. But I felt that that's just not how native Urdu speakers would express the idea of needing something like bread. The word zarurat means necessity. So if you think of things that are a necessity in life, like food, water, shelter, such concepts are a necessity for survival. They have a bit of a heavy context. But in our case, we just need bread to make a sandwich. It's not a matter of life or death. So we'd use the verb jahna. Also, it takes longer to say mujhe double roti ki zarurat hai sandwich banane ke diye as opposed to mujhe double roti chahiye sandwich banane ke diye. From the two, which one would you choose, Sajad? I completely agree. I would also use the shorter sentence using the verb chahiye. Now, let's return to mujhe double roti chahiye sandwich banane ke liye. So, we just learned that the verb chahana means to want. Mujhe is an extended oblique form of the direct pronoun main. Mujhe chahiye means I want. To learn more about oblique pronoun, be sure to download the PDF for this episode from the Urdu CQ website. That's www.urdu.seekhiye.com www.urdu.seekhiye.com Yes, and I believe the extended oblique form was covered in detail in episode number 18. So be sure to listen to that too. Back to our dialogue. So I used double roti instead of just roti because roti is a specific type of bread. It's a flat type of bread, kind of like a tortilla. I'll be sure to put images of a roti as the image for this episode and I'll include it on the site. So to distinguish between that flat bread and sliced bread, I used double roti. That's at least what I hear my dad say. Sajad, do you use double roti in your household to refer to sliced bread? In my home, we just say bread. I feel like the word double roti is rarely used anymore. It's okay to just say bread. But the person would understand if you used either bread or double roti. Okay, so let's discuss the final piece. Ke liye. Again, the jumla is mujhe double roti chahiye sandwich banane ke liye. Ke liye here means in order to. For example, if I want to say in order to get rid of the hunger, I have to eat. To say this in Urdu, we'd say, bhook mitane ke liye mujhe khana padega. Bhook mitane ke liye mujhe khana padega. Bhook means hunger. The verb mitana means to erase. And we'll discuss padega later in this episode. Also, you can change up the order. So in English, we can either say, in order to get rid of the hunger, I have to eat, or I have to eat in order to get rid of the hunger. Similarly, in Urdu, we can either say, bhook mitane ke liye mujhe khana padega, or mujhe khana padega bhook mitane ke liye. While both sentences are grammatically correct in Urdu, the first sentence structure is more common. So it's better to say bhook mitane ke liye mujhe khana padega. Let's give one more example with ke liye. In order to get a good job, I must get a good education. To say this in Urdu, we could say 
अच्छी नौकरी पाने के लिए अच्छी तालीम हासिल करना जरूरी है अच्छी नौकरी पाने के लिए अच्छी तालीम हासिल करना जरूरी है That's a good example. If you notice in the English sentence we used the same verb twice. In order to get a good job, I must get a good education. A synonym of to get is to obtain or to acquire. But in Urdu we used two different verbs. We used bana which means to obtain and we used hasil karna which also means to obtain or to acquire. This has to do with the concept of co-location. When you use the word nokri which means job, you usually use the verb bana, nokri bana. And when you use the word talim which means education, we use the verb hasil karna. Talim hasil karna. Yes. So once more the examples are bhook mitane ke liye mujhe khana padega. एंड अच्छी नौकरी पाने के लिए अच्छी तालीम हासिल करना जरूरी है नोटिस दूस ऑफ जरूरी जरूरत मीनसिटीन एक्सप्रेसिसविच I ask, क्या आप बाजार जाएंगी That means, will you go to the grocery store? Sheen used bazaar in the dialogue, but an even more casual way of referring to the supermarket can be दुकान which literally means store. Also, there are really huge stores here in Karachi that contain just about everything: clothes, food, technology, something like a Walmart in the United States. We call those either supermarkets or superstores, so you might hear that also. Gotcha. That's good to know. Yeah, for some reason, when I hear bazaar, I think of an outdoor market where there are different vendors selling things like clothes, shawls, jewelry. Well, that's not entirely incorrect. Bazaar is a versatile word. Very true. Yeah. Okay, let's return to the question. Kya bazaar jayengi? If you have listened to previous episodes you might recall that we often begin questions with the word kya to indicate that it's a question kya can either mean what or it can serve as a question indicator which it is doing here so kya bazaar jayengi means will you be going to the store you know it's a question in the future tense because of the ingi ending again We encourage you to check out the PDF to understand the future tense better. Yes, to conjugate a verb in the future tense, you'll take the stem of that verb and add the appropriate future tense ending to that verb stem. All the future tense endings are included in the PDF for episode 27. So, to the question, "Kya aap bazaar jayengi?" I respond, "Ji, jana padega." So I say padega which is masculine because we're talking about bazaar which is also masculine. The complete sentence would be mujhe bazaar jana padega. It doesn't matter what the gender of the speaker is in this case. When you add padega after a verb, it means that you have to do it. Note that we are only talking about the future tense here. So if you have to do something in the future 
and you don't really feel like you have a choice, then parega could be used. So jana parega means I will have to go. Another example, if I want to express the idea that I have no choice but to read a certain book, maybe I have to write a report on it, then to say I will have to read it, I'd say parni paregi, parni paregi. So notice how the gender of both parna and parega changed. That's because kitab is feminine. The full sentence would be mujhe kitab parni paregi. Mujhe kitab parni paregi. Okay. Before moving to the next line, let's see if you can give us another example. Let's say that in the future you have no choice but to exercise. If you recall, the verb for to exercise is varzish karna. Varzish karna. And another hint, it is feminine. I hope you guys said karni paregi. Karni paregi. As in, mujhe varzish karni paregi. After Shirin says, ji, jana padega. By the way, on the Urdu CK Instagram page, Shirin shows you how to write G in Urdu, which we forgot to translate. G means yes. Be sure to check out the Instagram post so you can learn to write the word G in Urdu along with various other words. Okay, the next line is Achha. Mujhe ek cheez chahiye bazaar se. Achha is one of those versatile words. It can mean many different things depending on context. Here it best means either okay or I see. The only other word that you might not know from this sentence is cheese. And it means thing. So, mujhe ek cheez chahiye bazaar se. Literally translates to I want one thing from the store. But again, instead of translating chahiye to to want, we are saying it's better to understand it as to need in this context. So the better translation is, I need one thing from the store. Ek cheez means one thing. Right. And then we have fairly short phrases. To understand what that one thing is that Sajad needs, I ask, kya chahiye? Which in this case means, what do you need? Sajad responds with, ek tomatoer, mere salad ke liye. Ek, we just saw, means one. Tomatoer, I think you can guess, means tomato. So in the first line of the dialogue, ke liye meant in order to. But here, ke liye means for. So let's see if I can help distinguish when and how ke liye can mean in order to and when it can mean for. Just by looking at our examples, we can see that when there's a verb before ke liye, it means in order to. But when there is a noun in front of ke liye, then it means for. So we have the noun salad in front of ke liye. So salad ke liye means for the salad. Let's give a few more examples. So if I want to say, this is for you, I'd say, ye aap ke liye hai. Ye aap ke liye hai. So aap is my noun, indicating that ke liye here means for. 
If you want to say this gift is for my mom, how would you say that, Sajad? To say this gift is for my mom, I would say, ye tofa meri ammi ke liye hai. Ye tofa meri ammi ke liye hai. If you'd like more examples, be sure to check out the PDF either from the website or from the link in the show notes. So next we see another way to say okay, and that's theek hai. Then I continue my list of requests saying, oh, aur teen seb bhi chahiye. Seb means apple. Teen means three. Seb is a non-count noun. So whether there is only one apple or more than one, we always keep it as seb. The word bhi means also. Aur teen seb bhi chahiye. Means, and I also need three apples. Right. And then he adds another request. He says, "Oh, odd orange juice," which is fully borrowed from English. "Oh, odd orange juice" means "oh" and orange juice. Then I say Sajad's name out of disbelief and frustration, but he keeps going. He makes a final request by saying, "Or dud, please." "Or," hopefully we already know by now, means "and." "Dud" is a new word. It means milk. And please is often just borrowed from English. It's much easier than saying "mehrbani karke." Mehrbani karke. Mehrbani karke is a close equivalent to saying "please" in Urdu. So he could have said "on mehrbani karke dud bhi kharid lena." So that's kind of like saying "do me a favor and also buy milk." So you can see why it's just easier to borrow the word "please." At this point, I've had enough and say, "Acha, main aisa karti hoon ki tumhe paise de deti hoon double roti ke liye." Ye lo. Let's start with "main aisa karti hoon ki." This is a set phrase that you'd use when you need to say something like, "How about this?" or "I have an idea." How about? Literally, "main aisa karti hoon" means, "I do like this." which doesn't really make sense. So it's best to use it in this context. When you want to say, "How about this? How about I? How about we?" and then you propose your idea. So my idea is, "Tumhe paise de deti hoon double roti ke liye," which means, "I'll give you the money for the bread." So I'm saying, "How about I give you the money for the bread?" Right. In this phrase it's assumed that she will give me the money for the bread the i isn't stated but the complete phrase in urdu would be main tumhe paise de deti hu double roti ke liye so i think paise is a new vocabulary word sheen has introduced it before on this podcast no i don't think i have so i spent a lot of time uh, trying to figure out the difference between pesa and paise I was thinking one was singular and the other was plural, but they both are non-count nouns, so they won't be plural. Sajad, do you want to explain it? Sure. I'll start by introducing two questions, one with paisa and one with paise. The first is, "Aapke paas kitna paisa hai?" This means how much money do you have? So, since it's paisa, here the listener will understand that I'm asking how much money do you have in all. Like your total worth. आपके पास कितना पैसा है? So पैसा is often used to refer to very large amounts. 
whereas paise can refer to both large amounts and specific amounts so if i asked herein aapke paas kitne paise hain she would likely tell me how much money she currently has maybe in her wallet the cash on hand so this is why we use paise in our dialogue and not paisa main aisa karti hu ki tumhe paise de deti hu double oti ke liye here it's understood that she is going to give me just enough money to buy the bread and i'll be buying the rest myself well explained okay with me is paired the to be verb hu so it's me aisa karti hu ke me tumhe paise de deti hu double roti ke liye again we'll include the full conjugation of the to be verb on the pdf the final verb we need to look at is de dena which means to give so the the ending that we see added to the stem of the verb dena is a present tense ending again be sure to check out the pdf to see how to conjugate the verb dena in the present tense right this is a compound verb the verb dena which means to give can be paired with another verb to form another verb entirely in our dialogue it's not another verb entirely because we are pairing dena with dena so this is what we have done first we took the stem of the verb dena that's de and then we paired it with the verb dena so it becomes de dena now how did de dena becomes de deti as in the case in our dialogue t is the feminine ending that you attach to most verbs when speaking in the present tense so deti hu means i give jati hu means i go dekhti hu means i look when you are about to give something to someone that's when you can use de dena so if i want to say i give him the book or even i will give him the book you haven't done it but you are about to so in urdu we'd say main us kitab de deta hu main use kitab de deta hu and if i were saying the same sentence i'd say main use kitab de deti hu main use kitab de deti hu it's understood that i'll complete the action in the near future okay let's take a look at ke liye here does ke liye mean in order to or for since ke liye has a noun in front of it it means for we see double roti ke liye this means for the bread let me give you the money for the bread next we have yellow if you noticed shane is being informal with me while i am being formal with her how do you know she uses the pronoun tum when addressing me while i use aap when talking to her remember the formal way to address someone is by using aap but she used tumhara yellow means here you go but it's at the informal level if i wanted to say here you go to shireen i'd say ye le aur ye lijiye that's more respectful exactly moving on now it's sajad's turn to be confused and annoyed and he expresses that by saying kya and that means what to which i respond mujhe sirf ek cheez chahiye bazar se double roti 
मुझे सिर्फ एक चीज चाहिए बाजार से डबल रोटी मीन्स आई ओनली नीड वन थिंग फ्रॉम द स्टोर ब्रेड वंस अगेन वी आर ट्रांसलेटिंग चाहिए एज आई नीड बट इट लिटरली मीन्स आई वॉन्ट वेन एक्सप्रेसिंग दिस इन इंग्लिश आई द नीड और वॉन्ट गुड वर्क बट इट वुड इन मेक सेंस टू से नीड और जरूरत इन उर्दू सो यू शुडेंट से मुझे डबल रोटी की जरूरत है दो द पर्सन हु इज लिस्निंग टू यू वुड अंडरस्टैंड जस्ट फाइन एंड फाइनली द वर्ड सिर्फ मीन्स ओनली सिर्फ एक चीज मीन्स ओनली वन थिंग And that brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you incredibly for learning Urdu along with us. I know that I took a big break, but I'm happy to report that I will be writing new episodes and will be posting them soon. Thank you to everyone who has written in inquiring about Urdu CK's future. For now, I can assure you that we're here to stay. Be sure to subscribe and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts so we can climb up the language podcast charts. Again, thank you for listening and be sure to download the PDF for this episode from the Urdu CK website at www.urdu-ck.com. Until next time. Khuda Hafiz. Khuda Hafiz.